Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Alternative Perspective with Vivian. My name is Viv and welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's begin. Do you know what today's topic is on? <laughs> maybe you laugh, maybe you don't laugh. Today's topic is on emotional availability and I am laughing at myself as I say this because best believe we're getting into astrology, we're getting into personal life, we're getting into transformations. You know, I got you and let's begin because this place, we're doing life as a case study so that we can be the best versions of ourselves. You already know what this is about. Diving deep let's do this okay now oh first of all wait let me just put some um messages out there so i'm trying out my new mic right it's not the one that i want just yet but it's the one that i've had right so if this episode is too good and i hear some of those glitching sounds i mean still just post it i'm just letting you know in advance thank you babe all right so today's episode emotional availability let's just begin yes okay no on Tuesday, we had an eclipse. I've spoken about eclipses on this website, on this podcast before. I said eclipses are pathways. Eclipses are new chapters. Eclipses are saying goodbye old, welcome new. And when they say welcome new, they mean a huge leap. All right. Uh, so it's happening in different houses for people, right? And obviously, I'm going to say where it's happening in mine. It's happening in my house of partnerships. People, I am dying. Okay, so let me let me just be honest. I just woke up, right? And I said to myself that all oh my days I am actually ready to settle down. It's like what the fuck? Where did that come from? But let me be honest, and we have to go back. I've noticed that some of you listeners or a lot of you listeners really liked the romance episode part one. As we speak, there's 22 plays on that episode and it's the most listened to episode on the podcast and i'm wondering why i listened to it again today i said i spoke about romance i spoke about sex i was even very no no no, no. i was feeling the spiciness of the sex talk and i definitely want us to have a an episode on that i already know that this is going to be let's talk about sex baby because i've been it's been on my mind so we're going to talk about it but uh-uh, you people like romance like that <sighs> but you know, you have to give me like a message or a hint because, okay, I've taken that hint with the 22 plays. I'm like, what was this? What was this about it? How would I know? And then when I did part two, there were 11 plays. So like part two is currently number three, most listened or number four. And I'm like, what are you guys looking for there? <laughs> oh gosh. And so can I tell you something as well? Remember how I spoke about, um, this book I was reading, Honey and Spice, in the second romance episode. I've almost finished it, right? And let me tell you something. She, obviously, I told you that she has a radio show, right? And she speaks on love and relationships. It's like she got to a point where she started to listen to her audience as well and started to really refine that, right? And it really, really helped her podcast or her radio show. I see her as myself. That's why I'm saying podcast. But my point is that... For somebody, we, we started off the show, our shows the same way, just to speak, to be away from the world, but feel like part of the world still. And uh, it's crazy. I've just reached that point where I'm like, oh, wow, there are actually people listening. And 
I'm very much a nurturing person. If we're in a relationship and you say this is what I like and you want to see more of it, I will definitely show up, you know, as long as you continue listening and at least start engaging, you know, you Spotify listeners, I put questions there all the time. Feel free to answer the polls. Feel free to answer the questions. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So bringing it back to what I was about to say, emotional availability, like, ah, I just woke up and I said, I have always been committed. I listened back to the romance episode. I listened to the me talk about sex. I listened to the next episode where I spoke about how, yeah, I was dating for a vendetta. I was that girl that wanted to cause chaos in people's lives. And I'm actually going to call her my bestie on this episode because this girl is really like one of my guardian angels. And yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Because when you see an angel on earth, if you're sharp, recognize it and do what you can to just make sure that they're comfortable enough to just continue to be in your life freely. Do you get me? That's how I see my bestie. Along with other women in my life as well because I really do befriend angels on earth. That's really my my thing. That's who I am. Anyway, moving on. Oh my gosh, I hope I don't cry at this episode because I am in such a good mood. There's a lot to talk about. Okay, emotional availability, right? So I was thinking to myself about how I'm actually committed because even though when like Fida was dating and everything, right? Obviously, I'm going to spill her tea. Ah, when my girl Fida was dating, why why would we be with people for like a year, about two years, right? It wasn't talking stage. It was like, it was just a thing that was happening because I don't like labels. <laughs> so basically i we were all the same remember that anyway so my point is that when we're dating right gosh i would stay with people for a long time not because i didn't like i was forced to because i wanted to but i realized and i i explained that to myself like on a deep subconscious level enough for me to actually voice it out i know that it was this aspect of me that was hindering the fighter part it's like i felt like okay you're a committed person you like commitment I don't want us to settle down so early. I don't want us to go into that path when we are not really sure about ourselves because we're going to get lost in another person and we can't do that again. So I'm going to take it back to past lives now. For new listeners, um, yeah, we do past lives here and I'm, I'm even supposed to do a past life episode. <clears throat> but like in past lives, and this is from reading my astrology chart, I have always lost my identity in relationships, okay? Different versions of me. Mostly, I was mostly a man for most of my past lives, which is so funny. But still, I lose my identity or I used to lose my identity in relationships. I would become one with them or I'd become them. Yeah. And then growing up as a person, even in this life, I saw how I would morph into... Not me, but how she would morph into... um who she liked which wasn't really authentic but then you know i listened to the romance the first romance episode and i said that i'm looking for a shape shifter i know how to shape shift i'm just saying to shape shifts in the right ways and in the right places do you get me so i felt like ah, this girl you're emotionally unavailable because on a subconscious level you are not available for love right now right and if you actually did have love it would be with somebody that you end up giving your identity to you know or lending them to just something nasty anyway that is where i came in and i remembered on that episode part two of romance that i said that it was me that was causing all this chaos and havoc in the relationship aspect of things because left to fight it would have been that you marry any i don't want to say marry anyone but you would have married sha do you get me and he would have not been your type you would have not even been you 
the person that could handle you in your fullest, which is what you've done in past lives. I remember I had this dream one time, right? Because sometimes I have dreams that take me back. I don't know where it's coming from, but the energy is there. I had this dream in which I was at a party and the guy that I was with at the time was there. I came to the party. I wore this colorful Oleku, um, this really nice Oleku that I have. Um, it was pink and I wore it and um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i just had a flashback i wore this beautiful pink oleku right and what happened was i walked into the party and i was shining right but my partner was wearing bland clothes and he shouted at me and said that why are you dressed like that why are you doing that go back and change and i did go back and change and i came back and i was wearing bland clothes and i didn't feel like myself i didn't feel happy when I woke up from that dream, I was like, oh, fuck. That's possibly like a recurring thing going on in my subconscious because dreams are really messages from your subconscious. That's why dreams are so important. You have to pay attention to dreams. People that say that dreams aren't important are not smart. So, yeah. Sorry to be. Yeah. Sorry to be that girl. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry, really. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's not lose focus okay so basically um i was saying that what was i saying the whole thing about the oleku and then dream right that's what what i felt like the theme had always been when dating yeah and then halfway through when we started to like realize we're dating for a vendetta because at the end of the day I don't want to go too into it. All I know is that I was acting like a double agent in those things. So, uh, yeah, shout out to me. Shout out to me. Because I'm still impressed with myself. I, yeah. So, I want to use that in a productive way. Are you getting me? Yeah. Anyway, point being is that on a subconscious level, which I say, which I feel like is this version of me on the podcast. On a subconscious level, I just knew that, look, if you're to commit, you're going to commit for life. I want it to be that you're at a good place in which you're solid and secure in your identity so that when somebody comes in and you you are not able to identify that this person is the right person for you because you have high self-esteem, you know, you have standards, you have values, you know what you want, you're not looking down, you're not going to settle. Settling is not in the dictionary. You know, I wanted to reach there on a subconscious level, even though my conscious mind was fighting me. And that is why my dating life was like that. So when this eclipse happened, this eclipse has, was happening in my house of partnerships and everything. It's like when eclipses happen, you're breaking free from old contracts. You're breaking free from past lives. You're breaking free from old patterns. You know, it's like deep things that you've harbored subconsciously that you've been doing in relationships, in life, in your choices, in your decisions. You're breaking free from that to create something new and more positive. And if there's something that I know about me always ready to level up i am always ready to be a better version i cannot be just stagnant i have to change i have to transform and i have to transform with the times you know so if there's an eclipse i'm always like spiritually i'm always like jumping ready to leap because it's like a spiritual graduation you know so i wasn't surprised when i just woke up and i said you know what i'm ready to settle down because i now know myself i'm securing myself i know my standards i know i'm that girl and i really want that guy do you get me and you know in romance part two, I was like, oh, I want a guy that is spiritual. So upon further education of myself or upon further research, I found out that using the word spiritual is very generic because, you know, 
spirit spiritual spiritual as a term is very expansive is very wide you yeah there are different elements to it so so i now decided that i want my person to be ethereal oh my days like you know that this person is not from here hello if me oh me i see myself as a goddess on earth i do i see myself as an angel on earth god sent me here to live my life i promise you god said don't worry yes the first chapter of your life will be so hard you suffer you bleed you cry but i will crown your efforts and i said okay i'll come and i came and i suffered ah and i woke up and i said yes i'm ready this is me saying i'm ready my person is real so if i'm this person i want my person to be that person so i want my person to have been god sent hello oh my god i hope i don't fucking cry because i don't know where these tears are coming from nowadays like oh my gosh anyway let me breathe because i oh yeah i'm just i'm fired up (sighs) okay so i realized that wow i'm ready for the real thing I'm more sure of myself. I never want to lose myself in any relationship. It's just not me anymore. That is not who we should be as ladies or even as people generally. We shouldn't lose ourselves in relationships because it is our unique essence and spark that people are drawn to. Trust me, people don't want you to morph into them. That's not what they're drawn to. A lot of people are running from themselves, you know. So when you become them, be yourself, just be you that is and do you know something it is not hard to just be yourself i swear to you the way you breathe i don't even think about it that's how being yourself is it's when you bring the mind into it and start to say oh i need to be like this so people accept me i don't think about acceptance from other people because i know what it's like to be widely rejected widely rejected do you get me where there's no one for you right and you just hold yourself and then the right people decide to come the right people decide to come they're assisted you know I know what that's like. <clears throat> so I've reached a point where I'm in full self-acceptance mode because I know what it's like to... Ah, uh, No, I don't even talk about this. All I know is that there's no dimming for anyone. This light will shine here. Everybody will be blinded. They better get their glasses. <laughs> get your fucking shades, honey. Okay. Because she's not holding back. This is what I was meant to do. So my point is... Do you know what it would not be like to meet somebody that is like me? You know, I said that thing before. Even the first romance episode and the second romance episode, I was like, you know what? Each time we speak, it's just like you're talking about. You just would like that male version of yourself, but like more. And I did make some very good points. Sometimes I'm even surprised by what I say, but I'm grateful that I get to hear myself and be really be like, wow, this girl is that girl. But, ah, yes, I'm emotionally available. I cannot believe this. <laughs> And it's not a public announcement. It's just like, friends, listeners, come on here. I've gone through self-development. What the fuck? This is me that was fighting. And let me tell you what made me feel like, yeah, my bestie is one of my guardian angels. My bestie was like, ah, God, I've been waiting for this day. That I watched you. I just waited, you know. Now I'm I'm happy that we're here. I was like, wow, you're invested. She said, girl, I've been there. We you through it all. Witty. (laughs) Is that not a friend? Oh my God. Because let me tell you something. Let us live our lives and still be friends. Do you get me? My choices are my choices. I love, I love that. Oh, that's a real relationship. You're watching me live my life. Like you can only give your advice, but I'll live my life though. And there's no judgment. 
Mm, there's just understanding. Oh, love, right? Love really has that understanding background, that patience to want to understand when they don't. It's patience for me. Love can come easily, but it blooms when there are other things that are holding it down. And that is why this eclipse that happened, which was in Taurus, right? Taurus has to do with the sign of security and stability. What makes love stable and secure? That patience, that understanding, that support, that encouragement, that wanting to see the other succeed. I've been with people that didn't want me to succeed. Dating. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, I've been around haters. If there's one thing I know I can give three classes or four on, is haters. <laughs> so, dating your hater, fucking your hater, it's okay. We've done it. <laughs> We've done it. It's cool. My point is that now you know what you want, right? Now you're awake. Now you know that love is not just enough. Love, love is not enough. In fact, love can even be fickle because if you don't have those things grounding it, the way Taurus calls for grounding and stability and security Taurus is an earth sign Taurus has to do with earth ground you know you need to be grounded if that those things aren't there the love is not going to be grounded in this relationship if there's no reciprocity if there's no care I've always said that caring is a big thing for me like you think about me in a small with the small things it's the small things that matter because if you care with the small things when the big things come you'd care too you know if somebody, if a, if a person doesn't care for you in those little ways, trust me, it's not going to go too far. I won't complete devotion because I know that I'm going to be devoted to you. It's a blessing. You get me? On both aspects. If I know that I'm blessing someone, please, God, let the person be blessing me too. Because a lot of us are used to being the one doing both work. No, we're doing both sides of the work or let's say it's like group work and you're doing everybody's work. In this relationship, you're doing the work for you and your partner. Your partner is just sitting back watching you. God forbid. That's what most people do. And then you hear that um, these partners are surprised that they're being issued divorce papers. Hello, please. I hear somebody that is not aware. Please open your eyes, hon. It's right there. You just don't want to see it. And trust me, I've been there when the ego is so big. You know that there's something I want to see, but your ego is too big to cast it aside and be like, okay, let me study it. Let me be aware. You don't want to reflect. I don't have time for that. That is not my brand. No, thank you. So please, to the left, let the real ones come in. I, oh my God. Okay, so yeah, talking in circles, but I think we still have a structure. The sign of Taurus really talks about some somebody like dependability. Like I said, I've said security already. I've said stability. It talks about values. Tauruses have high standards. They love luxury. With that, right, you'll find that you're now looking in at relationships and asking yourself if they're bringing value to you. You're seeing what is bringing value to you in all aspects of your life. Who is valuing you? Are, are you feeling valued where you're putting a lot? Are you receiving reciprocity? That's what is coming up. And I guess with me, when I now finally woke up and said to myself that, wow, I'm actually ready to, I'm actually ready to, I can't believe it, but you know what? It's true. I'm actually ready to like people that like me. <laughs> I'm actually ready to like date my type. I'm actually ready to receive love because I'm not scared anymore because I know I deserve it. Do you get me? Have you checked out my listen to learning to receive podcast episode? You should if you haven't. It's a it's a deep one. But I've I'm learning to I've learned to receive. I can actually receive love now. I actually know I deserve it. And babes, do you remember that time when I spoke on one episode where I spoke about that novel I was working on? I came back to it. I left it all. I came back to it and I re 
wrote it. I rewrote aspects and it's so much better. I can't wait till I release it and you read it. It is so much better. And why? I'm, this story is about two people meeting each other and falling in love, right? I wrote it from as if I've already lived it. So like I'm already in that energy. Does that make sense? And that was surprising for me. But I like that because let the record show that the bitch is changing. That's all I'm saying. This story, I'm proud of it. Like, this is a mature woman. And best believe that there's sex in this book. I cannot... Look, shout out to Auntie Jackie. Auntie Jackie Collins. I promise you, I will never forget you. Because let me tell you something. Mm, I was thinking about you the whole time I was writing this book, Auntie. I was thinking about you, Aunt Jackie. The sex. I can't wait. We haven't reached there yet, but I feel it. I just feel like... Let's do this. All or nothing, yo. All or nothing. And it's going to be fantastic, I promise. I promise. Okay. And this is even me speaking from the heart. Like, I wasn't thinking as I said this. This book? All right. So my point is that that's what I want. That's where I'm at now. I realized that I'm ready to be, to feel secure, to feel stable in a partnership and with business contracts. Because where that eclipse is happening in my house is for business and marital contracts so i so you can see how it's cute to be able to predict certain things coming for yourself Whew, wow don't worry i'll talk more on this um reading stars thing when i do my past life episode because i have some things to share about that so um what else what i want to say about emotional availability 21 minutes in have i really spoken about it ah emotional availability right you're open you're ready to dive deep into a relationship with someone on a romantic level. How do I know I'm emotionally available? Because I've dug deep with my friends. The relationship I have with the women in my life, and I, not just friends though, my sisters as well. When I say my sister, I mean my my big sisters, like Mrs. B, you know. Shout out to you, baby. Um, but like the fact that you there's a sweetness in getting to know someone, right? When the in the deepening of a relationship. There's a sweetness in taking time, but also feeling like things are happening happening in a quick way. Does that make sense? There's a sweetness in seeing each other's shadows. Yeah, seeing that side that they hide. Not forcing it out of them. Being with them long enough for it to come out. Do you get me? I think I spoke, I said something about how I knew my best friend for about four years before i ever told her anything about my personal life like deep in my life because i knew that once that door opened it was a lot do you get and when that door opened my friend was ready held it down you know <sighs> so after you've done that with your friends right you sort of feel like you can do that with someone else for love no romantically especially and this is what i mean when you say emotional availability the key thing is that you feel safe and secure enough to do that with someone it's not just because a person has come and presented themselves as an option no that sense of safety and security is there so you're willing to go this distance that's how you know that's how you know bitch if there's no sense of safety security trust you're not going to be willing to dive deep or even take a leap of faith with the person and that's how you know it's also a no like your body is saying no this is not my person with the person that is for you there'll be ease okay 
and you'll be willing to hold each other's hand, dance to the music of your hearts because you guys have the same song and have been looking for your partner all along. And you're willing to go that distance, to go down the tunnel. And when the other person shows that dark side of them that they've hidden, you know, that they've been ashamed of, they've been suppressed they've suppressed but because they it's a love relationship a romantic relationship is always going to bring out your deepest shadows just because it's something that friendships can really enter and yeah mm, that's that's a that's a deep thing to look at but my point is that when those things happen that's when you know that the relationship has really started as far as i'm concerned because to hold me or see me in my light is easy how can you hold me in my dark? And one thing that I know that used to be a real, um, I would say deal breaker for past people that I've come in contact with and was possibly seen if things could develop is that I bring my intensity and dark out quickly. I don't wait. I'm not in that game of putting on my best face for three weeks, then afterwards I remove it. My best face is my real face from day one. You see me in all my glory, like in a refined way, in a classy way, but I'm not hiding. Like, mm. and can you handle it so that we can know quickly? Like, I will show you me in that week. If you're still there, okay. And if you go, then you couldn't handle it. It's as easy as that. Do you remember that movie, Penelope? Where she just quickly removed her, she sh- she went into the room of men and she removed th- the thing on her face to show them that her snout. She was like, "That let's not waste this time. Why are we wasting time? Why why am I waiting for you to get to know me before I now show the monster that is behind the curtain?" Hello, there's a way you show that monster. Maybe you just show a claw. You get me? Let the person know that there's something there. Then the person can decide. Okay, hmm, I can do this. You know, because there's a safety and security there. But if there isn't, they'll go. Because most people are coming here for something else, you know? When you, that's how you distinguish the real ones. I've always said that. I I don't hold, I don't wait for the mask to come off. I show her real, the first week. <laughs> I don't waste time. I'm intense. Do you get me? I don't want to hide that intensity. For what? I'm not trying to be liked. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people approach dating wanting to be liked. I don't need that. And then... Before when when they don't get what they want, then the real mask turns off, and you're like, "Oh, was this the same person I was talking about? I was talking to." Please stop pretending with me. I don't have that fucking time, Joe. I don't. My point is, let's be real from the get go. So that safety and security would enable those shadows to come out. And my girlfriend has an article on it. I'm going to tag it in the bio. Ah, come on, that is real. It's not about. It's, light is easy. Dark is not. And if you can do both with me, you can go to the distance with me. We can do shit together. Do you get me? So that is emotional availability for me. Willing to go, willing to take that risk with people. Willing to identify what safety and security looks like in a partner. I'm not talking about material stuff. I'm talking about vibes. I'm talking about energy. I'm talking about how that person makes you feel. I always have my guard up when I'm talking to people. So I, I, I feel like... I, that's how I know. That's how I would know if when my person comes, the person will know before me, that's for sure, because I'm not there doing that work anymore. But point being is that emotional availability is that. And in order to even have that um, confidence to show your shadow, you have to be confident seeing your shadow personally. That's what this space is for. You get me? This space is like, 
come and be your nasty self over here. I've always said it. I feel like I'm such a naughty girl. Like, I'm meant to be like, if 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 I was in a movie, I'd be in the underworld. Like, just chilling in caves, wearing all black, dancing because I don't like the lights. Even though I have light, does that make sense? But I feel like I'm meant to stay in the dark so that I can allow other people to go into the light or something. I don't know. It's just something I don't know. I find myself in that thing because even I'm more of a nighttime girl. I love to be outside at night. Daytime, gosh, it's like it's louder outside at daytime. When I mean louder, I mean energetically. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> it's no noise, but nighttime, fuck. <laughs> There's just something about it. So that's me. I'm a nighttime girl. Point being is that this safe space this space is like come and see what it's like to be nasty come and see what it's like to not be pretty but still be beautiful does that make sense let's us have a place where we're practicing seeing the shadows within ourselves so that we can be better people to the people around us so that's what i mean you can only meet someone as far as you've met yourself especially when it comes to a romantic relationship I've met myself so far. I think I can actually go the distance with someone else romantically now, especially if the person is into me. So that person also wants to do the work. Recovering people pleasers can remember that their relationships have been one-sided for a long time. You get me? So I think that's what made me feel like, ugh, what's the point of doing relationships when it's me doing all the work? It's about identifying where you don't have to do that. It's about identifying where you are adored, where somebody knows who the fuck you are, where you the package is being delivered to the right door and somebody has been waiting for weeks to open up this package do you get what i'm saying yeah there's someone looking for you babe there's someone out there looking for you trust me i promise you there's this thing i always say like which i heard actually so i don't say that is my words but you know your desires are also looking for you and where your power lies is in making sure that you're showing up as your authentic you you're true you. You're not hiding. If you're hiding, how's your person supposed to find you, baby? If you're being your real self, then they'll find you. But if you're doing, you know, coded things, they won't. That's the truth. <sighs> Crazy, man. So, ah, I really hope, I really hope that this was recorded well with this mic. I'm just saying that as an interlude because this was a lot, but I loved it. I loved this episode already. I feel like I'm ready to step up my game in terms of life and really open my arms to receive what it is that I'm looking for. This is even outside. I'm emotionally available for business contracts that will give me stability as well because, like I said, the eclipse also happened in that house. I'm emotionally available for partnerships that are beneficial. I'm emotionally available for deeper friendships because my friendships are getting deeper and it is so sexy to me. I love relationships. I think that's another thing that the eclipse is going to show you. Hidden aspects of yourself from childhood that you possibly didn't know are coming to light, right? And you start to realize that, wow, I've always been good at this thing. It's just that I thought I had to be like everybody else. I think you're going to start to realize that you just have to be you all along. You didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to struggle. The struggle comes in pretending. Do you know how much of an effort it is to pretend to be somebody you're not? Jeez, aren't you tired? You know? 
wow i think i'm much nicer in this episode because i've not really sworn at anyone today <laughs> mature the girl is becoming mature like and jackie on my to med would say you people need to watch my to med Ugh, i'm a bravo girl anyway point being is that yeah like it's time to really remove the mask that you're wearing. Why are you wearing masks now? It's time to really just say, okay, babe, step up to the plate. I want this right. I need to step up my game. I need to be that person. I need to, I need to embody the energy of the person that has the desires that I want. Does that make sense? You want the boo, right? Have you done the inner work to meet that boo in the way that you want the boo to meet you? Do you get me? You can do it simultaneously, but I'm, I'm just saying, have you prepared? Do you have that foundation already? Dig it. Think of it like this. You've toiled the soil, right? You know, that, you know that there are nutrients in. Your boo is going to come and plant the seeds, okay? And then both of you are going to water, water it and nurture it and tend to it. Toil that soil. Wait for, wait for something to happen. You don't have to do anything else. Energetic embodiment is living in the end is living like you already have it right now as we speak honey my external environment is not matching my internal environment in my internal environment i am already in my own place my life is genuinely blissful do you get me so what have i done i have made life genuinely blissful for me in this space that i'm in right now I, as I speak to you, I'm genuinely high on life because I have just been creating. I'm even like still reeling over the fact that I've spent three days typing and typing this novel that I abandoned and I've just been amazed, you know? What I'm trying to say is that embody that energy already. Continue being your authentic self and what is looking for you will find you. And trust me, you wouldn't have to do all the work this time. It would be split well. Like some, it'll be a partnership. There'll be reciprocity. I promise. Just one more for yourself, please. Nobody should ever try to treat you like you're nothing. Nobody should ever try to treat you like you should haggle your worth or that you shouldn't know your worth. Because now I'm seeing that this world that we live in, people see you, they see the value inside you, but they treat you a certain way so that you don't see the value in yourself. And if you don't see the value in yourself then you're easy to continue to manipulate and have power over. But when you finally realize that the power lies within you and you know your value, you see your value, you see your worth, and that is, that is through being rejected by people outside, you now know that, wow, I was the one that had to build myself, right? I now see what I have inside of me. I don't need to be around low-quality relationships. I don't need to be around people that try to make me feel less than in order for them to still feel like they have control but we both know that this bitch is not on that level you know please uh when i said that i almost felt like my tummy burst <laughs> it's like i don't know maybe it's rage or empowerment <laughs> all i'm saying is that teach these bitches a thing or two please let them know who you are. This eclipse is saying, demand more because you deserve more. See yourself as more. Step up. Do more. Be more. You know? Think bigger, bitch. Because that's the theme. And I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't lie to you. How I knew that I was on that level was because now, on a personal, on a professional level, I'm doing a lot of things that are to like push me more to another level. Right? 
or to another phase it's a more solid phase it's a more professional phase it's a more big girl things phase right but now i'm ready i'm ready and i know that is what i'm being called to do and i know what's i the kind of life i want to live so wouldn't i become that person that can live that life and maintain it as opposed to the person that gets it and loses it as a, or as opposed to the person that when she gets the opportunity she pushes it away no i'm emotionally available for things that i want now i'm ready to receive and even if it makes me feel scared or shy or makes it f- or triggers my imposter syndrome i'm good like i have what i want right and i will hold on to it and maintain it ah oh, yes hmm. this was nice thank you thank you for listening to me and yeah catch you on the next episode okay lots of love baby bye